Yeah. What <laughs> is up? Jeans are always on. Never loose. Never, ever, never ever low. loose. Never, never loose. Never loose. Never loose. Big show today. You guys have no idea. There's a monumental shit happening in this episode. That's for real, though. Pimp Squad for life. Pimp Squad, baby. For life. <laughs> oh, before we start, yeah. may I plug my other podcast? You may not. Guys, if you haven't heard That's Deep Bro, um, I have a new episode that just uh, dropped this week. It's about absurdity, um, existentialism. It's very deep, and it's with Matt Bolshron. So check it out. That's Deep Bro Podcast on iTunes and everywhere else. Right now, as you're listening to this, I'm in Minneapolis, also known as Mommy Apples. Mommy Apples. I'm at Acme Comedy Club tonight, the 22nd. And as Christina would like me to say, I'll also be there tomorrow, <laughs> the 23rd, Thursday. Okay. Friday the 24th of October and finally Saturday October 25th Um, I think there's still some tickets to the late show the early show is sold out so mommies please come through Um, sold out now very soon we will be traveling the earth together for the podcast we're doing live podcasts November 6th at the High Line in Seattle November 7th Analog Cafe in Portland And November 8th, we're at the Empty Bottle in Chicago, (laughs) a.k.a. Chicago. Uh, We're really excited (laughs) about these live shows. And then I go on my little mini tour, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas, and Oklahoma City. Mm. And that's November 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. So please come out. Please get tickets now. Um, I know a couple of these venues are selling pretty well, so I'd love it to be a lot of... Momcast fans. Your jeans are kind of in demand, Tom. That's pretty cool. And then right soon thereafter, I go to Fartnicks, Phoenix. And that is going to be Silly. Um, December 4th through 7. And then I think my other date has been added. Why don't you do your date? I'll butt right plug now my dates. Guys, uh, yeah, come to those shows Tommy mentioned, the podcast. And also, I will be in Toledo, Ohio at the Toledo Funny Bone um, the 20th of November, the 21st of November, the 22nd of November, and the 23rd of November. Um, ridiculous. Also, ridiculous. in December, I was supposed to do Crackers Comedy Club and Indie, but just so you know, that date had to be canceled. Some of you have written me that I'm still on that calendar, but just know that I won't be there. So if you buy tickets, you may not see me. Actually, you won't see me if you buy tickets to that. Sorry, sorry, Andy. I will. I promise to make it up to you. Um, Fartford, Connecticut. I'll be at your farty bone. Um, December 10th, December 11th, December 12th, Jesus. and December 13th. Okay. And also, if you haven't thought of New Year's Eve and you're near Austin, consider spending it with your jeans. We are at Cab City Comedy Club. Um, in Austin Tejas, we're doing New Year's Eve there as well as 
January 2nd and January 3rd. So, and as Tom likes to do the disclaimer, guys, don't complain to me about the cost of the tickets. We don't set that price. When we the don't. New Year's Eve ones. Yeah, that's not I us, mean, all guys. our regular show tickets are are normal priced and reasonable. The regular price. You got to understand normal. that New Year's Eve clubs, like, that's their big moneymaker show because... It's a desire. It's like going to a restaurant on New Year's Eve. You it's know, like, they have it's like going to Chili's or going to New Year's Friday's Eve, and they, they have that New place. Year's menu. <laughs> and they go, "Here's a here's a a cup of, of old water, <laughs> and we put some bubbles in it." And we give you a paper hat. Yeah, get a whistle to blow. Well, come see both of the gods will be there. Uh, New Year's. Both of the gods. Yeah. You turn my. You're a little loud. I'm loud. Yeah, we're all loud in my my little head, my delicate ears. <laughs> That's even too low. Is higher. that too low? Higher. Higher. Okay. Higher. 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 Go, okay. All right. Good. 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 There. Par, 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 par. <laughs> all right. Jeans. Up. Are they up to your eyeballs? You have no idea. It's going to be a fun one. Let's go, jeans. Let's go. All those haters out there <laughs> suck my ass because you're no good and better than everybody else. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Shit is real. That is, um, who is that girl? Do you know her? Sounds like me. It does sound like you. What was all that? What was that all about? Why'd you talk like that to people? I'm upset because I my other podcast only has four and a half stars on it. For Some all clown those out there, suck my ass because you're mm. no good and better than everybody else. Mm. Hmm. Those are wise words. That's you, huh? Yes. That's four and a half I stars. Feel. Somebody sabotaged me. Yes. What's the critique on that? I don't know. I didn't read it. But I will say, just give me five stars, guys. Don't be that way. There you go, Jeans. There yeah. you go. We have such a show in store for you. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped. Um, first of all, let me start by saying, Tom and I went to our favorite store yesterday, Crate and Barrel. And we had gone to the beach, and Tom was wearing... Um, a Lakers tank top? It was not a Lakers tank top. It just says Los Angeles on it. It has palm trees and stuff. Oh, uh, but it's Laker colors, yeah. It's Laker colors. It's gold and blue, yes. But it's not a Lakers okay. actual. Material. I don't know if it's blue. It's purple, right? Okay, sure. Anyways, you had your Lakers thing on, so your all your chest hair was out. Mm-hmm. Like Your arms are out. You have your LA hat on. Like You're really representing. And we go to Crate and Barrel, and the sales lady who's... How old is she? Like Braxton age? She sort of say she was mid forties, like, mid to late forties. Like uh, Tony Braxton age? Yeah, maybe forty eight. Yeah, um, she really took a shine to you, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. 
she was like flirting with you in front of me and I I couldn't believe it. She like, kind of looked like a Braxton too. Yeah. We are the Braxtons and you'll see We are the Black and Lord and Mary family so she did <laughs> i love that theme song she did i did I like it. she kind of just ignored you right when she i would blatantly ignored me so rude i'm not i'm obviously your wife you know, I mean, how many couples go in looking for candles and stuff like we do? Maybe she thought you were help, you know, my help. <laughs> Your maid or something? Yeah. I was like, carry this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was dressed a little sc- uh, scummy because we just come from the beach and I was stuff. in a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you were at the register and I heard her being like, like flirty with you. Mm-hmm. And then I heard her be like, well, I mean, okay, you got your arms out. So I had to look. And she was saying stuff about your arms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch. Uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. You don't know me. You don't know my fucking husband. Yeah, you got you got kind of spicy about it. You kept making comments about it all night. Well, yeah, because you were encouraging it. How did I encourage it? You're like, oh, thanks, and you're fle- you like flexed for her. I did not encourage or flex for her. I made no such. <laughs> I did no such encouragement whatsoever. I I bought my my item, which she forgot to give us, and then when I was signing, she's like, oh, left hand. Do you find that there's less of us these days? Huh. Us. Yeah. Us. Us. Like it's like, the club you guys exclusively. Yeah. She was like, I'm left handed too. Okay. I mean your arm all like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was she was like a lot of eye contact and a lot of smiles. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate her. Do you want to go back there today? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking punch her in the face. Let her know. P O P for life. <laughs> Stupid. You're gonna bitch. give her the business on that? P.O.P. style? Hell yeah, I'm going to give her the business. Damn, girl. I didn't know you were so serious about it. P.O.P. All the day. <laughs> All the day. <laughs> Pimp squad, All baby. The yeah. <laughs> when we left Cobbs, this oh. guy drove by. He goes, yeah. Pimp squad. In the car. <laughs> All the day. Pimp squad, baby. For life. It's a sad clip. Yeah. Yeah, but then we, were, we, we made our purchase, and then we were kind of walking around, and she was like hovering. Yeah. She just kept looking at you. Are you still looking for stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's your thing, though. You like older broads. I don't like older broads. Yeah, you do. Broads. Like that disgusting Thai woman on the internet. Dude, what the fuck, man? She calls herself a MILF, but that bitch is a gilf bitch. She's old. And I, I'm not into her. You're She's being wrong. With two gentlemen. <laughs> especially, what is amazed is I was able to take. Really, really hard, <laughs> long penis into my vagina. Yeah. And my, what's the word? Fecan vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the word? Rectum? That's what she says. <laughs> I hate her too. Yeah. So gross. Well, you like that older strange? I don't. <laughs> I don't like the older Isn't strange. Isn't that what you call it in North Carolina? Like it's some strange. Yeah. Trying to get my pen, some ink on my pen. So gross. God, it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> no, I mean, she, you know, I, I could see, like, I think she would cook a meal and probably draw a bath for me and that kind of thing. She'd really take care of me, you know, that kind of lady. I take care of you. I know, but I'm saying, like, that she would, like, that would be her argument. She'd be like, does she do it like this? And then she'd get the, I put a little extra home. <laughs> 
I put some uh, some Stupid. some hot sauce in the bathtub for you. Stupid! You know what she would do is take all the crate and barrel tools. Like I saw that barbecue stopper. <laughs> it looks right. like a little whip, and she'd be like, "I dip, I dip, I dip barbecue sauce in the sopper, and then I hit your balls with it." You hit your balls with the sopper. Dude. <laughs> I got these tongs I could put in your asshole and spread them all the way open. <laughs> put everything in your asshole with these, these special. These are industrial strength tongs right here. I got uh, these corn on the cob holders. I poke you in your butthole and your balls. And one in the balls, one in the butthole. <laughs> these are all from Crate Barrel. I got a huge discount. Do you like that? They're like, no, stop using cooking utensils on me. Why? Why? She gets an employee discount, Tom. Let her use the sopper. Let me use this sopper on your balls. <laughs> what is the sopper? I feel like I, I saw that. It looks it's like... It's for sopping. I don't understand. Is that like to rub uh, sauce on things? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it looks like a S&M tool. Yeah. Like one of those whips with the tassels on it. I'm sure a lot of people buy that sopper and, and they don't use it for barbecue. <laughs> uh, Yeah. You think it's used for... <laughs> Sopping balls. You really think so? Yeah. There's a lot of people I saw in those. We are We've been obsessed with this song. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, you have to decide which Braxton you are every day you wake up. Which Braxton are you today? Well, honestly, Tom, today I'm feeling a little vulnerable. I'm feeling a little chunky. I'm feeling a little... Like Tracy Braxton. Wow. The heavier, the eldest, right? Isn't she's the no, oldest, Tracy? I don't think she's the oldest, no. No, she's the oldest. She's the fattest and the oldest. She's not the oldest. Okay. I think Tony's the oldest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely Tracy today. I'm feeling a little, like I said, kind of kind of vulnerable. What about you? Hmm. Well, let's see. Today I'm feeling a little tired and <laughs> a little out of whack, and I could kind of use a drink, so... <laughs> I think I feel like Trina. Yeah, you're yeah. totally Trina Braxton. Today. Yeah, and I'm kind of kind of goofy, kind of loopy today. It's yeah. a very Trina day for me. <laughs> it's really good when you start your day to go, which Braxton am I today? <laughs> we encourage everybody to do it. Yeah, we've been playing this game for the last week. Also, the theme song, it's not easy to sing along to. We've been really practicing, <laughs> and you're going to give it a shot right now in the studio. It's so hard. I can't get it. So just through the okay. words, okay, it's We okay. Are the Braxtons, and you'll see we are not an ordinary family. I thought it's We Are Not Like an Ordinary. Well, let's I'm, pull it back. I'm adding let's a word. See what... We are the Braxtons, and you'll see we are not like an ordinary You're right. <gasps> We are not we are, like an ordinary family. Like, but the way they... Okay, go ahead. We are not like an ordinary family. It doesn't... The words don't flow. It's really hard. It's then, like you have to be a Braxton to sing it. You can sing it. And then the thing is, the words say that it says, Tony, Tracy, Tawana, Trina, Tamar, and Miss E. Mm. But I don't hear them say Tony. And Tony's the first word. I don't hear it. Listen right now. Okay. Tell me where you hear Tony, okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay, right? I'm going to try yeah. to... Okay. Yeah. Whoa. They don't even mention Tony. Whoa. It starts with Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't hear it. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. Okay, uh, studio session, <laughs> take one. We got a 
Braxton Family Values theme song. I've seen a few recording. Uh, ready? Whenever, uh, whenever you're so ready. hard to do. Okay, ready? And take one. Kay. We are the Braxtons and Josie. We are not like an ordinary family. See, did I sing that right? And that's a cut. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't get the cadence. We are the Braxton. We are the Braxton see. We are not like an ordinary family. It's, 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 Shit. We, it's hard. And you'll see yeah. that we... Uh, that, oh. See, they drop that, that, and that gives them the rhythm to get into the next line. Gotcha. And you'll see Will that you, we are not like, you sing it. like that. You sing it. We are the Braxton Nailed it. How do they not sing Tony? And you'll see that Kay. we are not. That's how you Can let me try it? We are the Braxton said you'll see that we are not like. An ordinary family. Did nailed it. it. You nailed it. Oh that God, was really good. That was really good. And then you got to go. Tracy Tawanda, Trina, Trina Tamar, and Miss E will teach you a thing or two on Braxton family values. But it's on. But it's it's supposed to be Tony Tamar. It's supposed to be Tony Tracy Tawanda, Trina Tamar, and Miss E. But I don't hear Tony at all. I don't hear it either. We have Braxtons and you'll see We are not like an ordinary family Tracy, Tawanda, Trina, Tamar, and Miss E well, She goes, yeah. Tracy, Tawanda, Trina, Tamar, and Miss E Maybe Tony's dropped in even before And we it's so subtle like you, Yeah Maybe, yeah we're Tony, missing. Tony, Tracy, Tamar Oh yeah, like we're Tony. barely yeah. We're not even hearing it We are not like an ordinary family Oh, I heard it. You I heard, heard Tony? It. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. She doesn't even want to be part of the show. That's it's, why. it's Tony. Tracy, t- that's how it is. Because Tony's like, oh, it's I don't really, know really can... subtle. It's because she doesn't really want to be part of the yeah, she's like, I'm show. so fucking, much, yeah. I'm so above you guys. She kind of doesn't. Like this album, she doesn't really want to record She's with a them. fucking huge star. She's like, I'll just give these people a show. I'm. You have a show because of me. Yeah. That's I what know. they, every episode should begin with everybody on their knees. <laughs> Facing Tony Braxton and going, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting this. And yeah. Tamar should be the one who goes in there and like wipes her butthole after yeah. she's done. Because we all know without Tony, there would have been no Tamar career. Hello. There's no Braxtons. No one gives a fuck about anybody on the show if it wasn't for Tony Braxton. I know. And I feel like because those because okay, like Tracy, Tawanda and Trina are all waiting on Tamar and Tony. Yeah. To kind of come around and make this album, I feel like they should just record their own album, the three girls. Why are they then, waiting? Yeah, don't wait on like the the bigger bracks. Just do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Why are you, you waiting? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Understand? Do your own thing. Yeah. Do your own thing. Tony Braxton is the shit. Let's see. This is from 1996. This video has 87 million views. <laughs> Come back and bring back the smile. Come live and take Unbreak my farts, right? Yeah, unbreak my farts. Listen to this voice. I'd sing like this. Bring back those nights when I held you beside me. Break my farts. 
Just like that Crate and Barrel lady. Stop it. Just like her. Does Tony Braxton work at Crate and Barrel now? <laughs> Take back this part that I left. <laughs> Take back that part. Smell my fire. Smell my fire. So lonely. Yeah. It's a voice though, right? You like that? Would you, would you unbreak Tony's heart? No, I would love to unbreak it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, Tony. Tony, I'm sorry. But seriously, on the real though, which one of the Braxton sisters are you are you dating? Like which one would you date? Be honest with me. Pretend we're not married and you're over at the Braxton's house and they're all at the piano singing and you're like, You're my girlfriend. Um I mean I, I like Tony a lot, and I like Tawanda, yeah. too. Tawanda's your jam? I like Tawanda, and I like Tony the most. Tawanda's kind of a bad girl, because she has that prison record. She got put in jail for stealing stuff, so I feel like... I'm all good with that. It's your past, I baby. I live right now. I live for the I moment. So I live in the present, you know? Yeah. What you did is what you did. But Tony's like the star, so you'd really, you know... But it's not it's even that. Tony. I'm saying I physically find her attractive, and I feel like I like her personality, so I like Tony. Okay. And Tony... She doesn't like the nonsense. I always identify with yeah. that on the show when they're like too crazy. She gets up and leaves. Like, I, agree. I feel like I'd be like, Tony, let's get out of here. Tony can rise above it. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I stand. Yeah. She doesn't get mired down in all the drama of the, the girls. But Tamar likes to stir that drama. We can't stand Tamar Braxton. Oh my yeah. God. Let's see. Tony Braxton is, she's 47. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah. Black don't crack. She looks really good. Uh, let's see. Do we? Can we figure out the? Uh, let's, let's see. Personal life. She married a guy in two thousand one. Gave birth to their first child. Great. I mean, I can help raise the kid. Um, two thousand two. Blah 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 blah. I don't know. Too much shit written here. She went bankrupt. I know she had some financial problems. I mean, I got a job. You know, she has an illness. She's managing her lupus. Her lupus. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Right, what about Mrs. E? I thought you liked their mom. I mean, I don't know. I think Miss E, though, I think she can be quite domineering. Yeah. I mean, she really bossed, made those girls sing her way. Yeah. I, I think she's the one really behind this album that they are saying they're going to do. I think so, too. And they don't really want it. The three, three of them do, and the other two don't. Yeah. That's what's going on. That's the T. You know what I'm saying? That's the T. Now, also, I had some notes here. I wanted to bring up. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind 
with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Um, oh my gosh. So we got an email in. I didn't know if you could hear this. I'm going to say it like Trina Braxton. We were out in San Francisco. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, Man Francisco. Um, there was a, a woman in the audience who had a boyfriend who had the diaper changing fetish. Yeah, you can hear us talk about it on that episode. I mean, you can hear us. Uh, some people told me that they can't hear audience members. Yeah, I know. No, we didn't think about that. Sorry, guys. That is a thing that's going on. So she wrote in, she did this wonderful courtesy of kind of elaborating in this email what was going on. So for those of you that couldn't hear, which is all of you besides people present, um, hey, mommies, I was at your Man Friend Disco Live podcast recording on Thursday. I'm the girl with the ex-boyfriend who has a hard fucking core ABDL, adult baby diaper lover fetish. Wow, these acronyms, man. This was actually the first time I've ever shared that story with anyone. So as you can imagine, my current boyfriend who was with me at the show was just a little surprised when I raised my hand to share. (laughs) That sucks. It's funny. Definitely made for an interesting car ride home. (laughs) I just wanted to explain a little more about the situation with my ex since pretty much all my nervous little jeans could manage to get out the show was, it just wasn't my thing. <laughs> well, my boyfriend watched me with a look of complete horror on his face. Oh, jeans. <laughs> okay, my ex and I had been together for two years before he decided to share his fetish with me. I consider myself a pretty sexually open person, but when he dropped this one on me, I for real almost shit my jeans. (laughs) He told me he wanted me to act like his mommy and feed him bottles and change his diapers. (laughs) So absurd. It's so ridiculous. Wow. I told him I was happy. He was comfortable enough to share that. There's only one mommy. (laughs) I told him I was happy. 
He was comfortable enough to share that with me, but I wasn't sure if it was for me. Somehow he took that as cool. Feel free to spring that on me whenever. (laughs) And the next time I went to his place, he answered the door wearing a robe. As soon as the door was shut behind me, he opened the robe to reveal, you guessed it, an adult diaper. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, whoa, bro, too much too soon. And bonus, it was a wet adult diaper. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My immediate response to this was, what the actual fuck? To which he replied, please change me, mommy. I'm all wet. (laughs) (laughs) Mama, I love you. (laughs) She writes, what the fuck? I ended up leaving, and that was pretty much the end of my ABDL adventures. And no, I did not change the diaper, in case you were wondering. We ended up breaking up shortly after due to us not being sexually compatible. His words, not mine. Surprise, surprise. Well, he did her a favor, right? (laughs) I mean, Jesus, do you want it? If you hadn't done that, you might be changing diapers today. (laughs) Glad I was able to share my story with my main mommies and all the little man friend disco mommies and my poor boyfriend. I can't wait to listen to the podcast and be embarrassed as fuck as myself. Jeans high and tight forever. That's so little awesome. mommy. I cannot. Big squad, baby. Well, thanks for sharing, Jeans. Um, I hope your boyfriend's cool about that. Your current boyfriend. But uh, that that's a tall order. That's really something you should hang out pretty quickly. Like, don't wait two years and then be like, "Hey, I'm into this." Don't you think you should kind of make that apparent? You should spring that before two years. I don't think you should spring that. By the way, I'm totally against the idea of springing stuff date one. You don't have to do that either. No. You can get you can be with somebody. You can get comfortable. Well before two years, you should say, I like something, though. Two years, yeah. But well after, you know, four dates. You don't have to do it that early. I think yeah. this is a thing where obviously after a few months, they're probably sleeping together. You know, it's comfortable. You should spring it then, I think. That's yeah, my... I think I think when you're just becoming sexually yeah. active, maybe around Yeah, not like the first time. Yeah. But like after you guys have done some things and they're like, Hey, do you like this? Mm-hmm. And then you go, You know what I actually like? I really like this. And then yeah. that's when you can decide. Because if she had been like, I find that repulsive, yeah. Then you know, you could save each other two years. For sure. Yeah. She wasted two years of her life with a guy that she would never ultimately be cool with as a partner, right. which sucks. Um, well, that's a tough. But it one could have been break. a great two years too. We don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, it could yeah. But been. I'm saying, like, sh- that's a deal break for her. It's a deal breaker. So it would have right. been nicer for her to know. To know that. Yeah. He shouldn't spring that. Later. He should have sprung that. I'm thinking three months in. Yeah. Three months. You guys are doing it. You know, you've put fingers in her butt, and you you know you tried some things out. Yeah. And then you go, I, my die dye is all full right now. And she's like, What? what? <laughs> my diaper, my adult diaper. It's it's completely wet and full. Will you change it? And she's like, I don't think so. And then he goes, There's only one mommy. And there's only one mommy. <laughs> yeah. Me, the main mommy, and you, the secondary mommy. I wonder if they don't feel shame about it. I would feel shameful. Of course. Well, some do and some don't. Like if I had a, an adult diaper full of boom boom and pee pee and then you, sh- you saw it, like I'm embarrassed even when you, if you were to come across. One of my browns in the toilet. Boom Boom is out of the question. It's out of the question. (laughs) But it's also part of this fetish. Well, I think a lot of them just stick to (laughs) pee-pee, and that's that's totally different. If you were really into (laughs) me changing your pee-pee diaper, but see, that would be, it would be trumped by, like, the love would make me do it. I love you enough to do that for you. Thank you. You know? But it wouldn't be exciting for me. I've got a a diaper full right now. (laughs) 
I wouldn't do. I would not be into it. It's it's intense. But I don't mean to shame people because I, I I understand that everybody has a different thing. I'm serious. Like yeah, I don't say it to shame people who are into it. I no. think you should go after, and I think you should share. It's the only way you can get ultimately somebody that'll do it for you is by sharing. You can't keep it all bottled up. No. You can't. No, and it, yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, I just it would be really that would be a hard one for me to take. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you end up sharing it enough, you'll end up getting that nut you've been looking for. (laughs) Everybody wants to come hard, right? Come hard. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's hard to sexualize. The, the, the die die. I think I think the problem most people would have is that it, it is for babies, you know. Yep. It's may it may be affiliated with, you know, pedophiles, as your dad might say. Pedophiles, yeah. Because of course you think of children when you think of die yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't that's, fuck kids, guys. That's a big one in this household. No kid fucking. <laughs> but we've had people write in about their fart fetishes. Yeah. The guy that said one's... That he loved it. That one's tough too. Yeah, I mean, we joke a lot about farts, but what if I like every time you farted, you know, I was like sit on my face, and then I was like, Jesus now we gotta Christ. fuck because your fart just really got me going. I would never fart again. Why? You, why would you not ever fart again? Because that's really not sexual. The farts for me. But what? It's on his mess. It's okay. It's on his mess. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It is only smells. It's only smells. Why? It is. Why? Why? Why would you? Why would it be such a turnoff, though? Yeah, you're right. Seriously. You know, I uh, honestly, the let's see the adult die die thing. I would change your number one die die. That's not that big of a deal. It wouldn't turn me on. I know. But if you were into that, just number ones. <sighs> but you do it out of love. Out of love, not necessarily for sexual gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only deal break, well, one of the few, uh, brown, that's a deal breaker. If you're like, I'm heavy into brown play, I'd be like, <laughs> could you imagine that's doing kind of, that? that that's a deal breaker. I agree. I mean, some people are, and, and you know, God bless you, but yeah. I can't. It's, it's not a safe one. You can't. Oh eat my God, brown. you guys are so disgusting. <laughs> it's really it's too much. But you can't eat brown. You're yeah. not supposed to eat it. No. You're not supposed to eat brown. No. Dogs can eat brown. Cats can eat brown. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah I'm going to fart all over your fucking days. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, what about if you had, you know, you smoke, you kept smoking? Fuck my stoma? Oh. Fucking your stoma. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> that was a true one. That's where that came from. Oh, shit. That, Somebody wanted that. That makes everything inside kind of, that just, you yeah. know, it's like that movie. By the way, Lone Survivor. Way better. You know what I would have assumed, and I did assume. We watched Lone Survivor. It was on HBO. It um, is the Mark Wahlberg like war movie. From the poster and the title, I completely assumed it was like a Vin Diesel movie, where it was like <laughs> where Lone Survivor was like the guy's out there and he's taking on a whole army by himself. Mm. And so that's why I was always like, I don't want to see this movie. It looks stupid as shit to me, just yeah. based on title and poster. Yeah, that's the second poster that sabotaged a movie for Wahlberg because there's also. But Pain did that and movie Gain. do well? Pain and Gain. No, Pain and Gain didn't do as well as it should. Which have. Which is, it's such a good movie, it's but really the poster was super really, misleading because it, it, it looked bad. like a ridiculous, like buddy cop movie. Or but something. this might have done well. I don't know if the, I liked it too. I like killing stuff, you know. But it's based on a true story, 
Um, let's see. It's a war film written directed by Peter Berg, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, the the poster it doesn't do it right. It um, dramatizes the failed U.S. <laughs> Navy SEALs counterinsurgent mission, Operation Red Wings, during which a four man SEAL recon team was tasked to track Taliban leader Ahmad Shah. Um, he learned of the book while he was filming something else. He arranged several meetings, discussed adapting the book. Blah 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 blah. He returned 42 days of filming. Where did they film it? It took place in New Mexico when we were yeah, talking about. That did not yeah. look like Afghanistan, okay? I'll yeah. tell you what. Um Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery, and promotions available only in select markets. Let's see. Lone Survivor grossed $150 million Damn. in box office revenue worldwide, of which $125 million was from North America. Okay. okay. Yeah, Americans tend to like to watch other yeah. Americans kick in Afghanistan. Yeah. Budget was $40 million, made $150. So that's a, that's a huge success. Yeah. That did real well. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was really... I was impressed with the film, man. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Hajis. I kept calling That's them Hajis. That's really, really negative. Is it? Hajis bad, yeah. They said it all throughout the film. It's kind of racist to say that. That's, you know, the N word of. Doesn't, of those doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> those are some big words. I'm on, I'm on Team Frogman. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm supporting my brothers, um, USA, all the way. Frogmen forever. Hajis can suck it. Big words. Okay. That movie gets you fired up. Yeah. Yeah. And when what, those, would it make you feel like? Um, it made it made me feel <laughs> like soiling your diaper and having somebody change it. I'm, mommy. Um, <laughs> no, it got it really did do like it was like. I mean, it's based on a true story, but it, it had the effect of like propaganda on me, where I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't wait for that Apache to come up and just light everybody yeah, up. It is kind of an old school propaganda, like Red Dawn movie, Top Gun, was, all those movies. It was like, completely fuck yeah. And but here's the thing: when it's well, when a movie's well done, you don't realize that it's happening to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your emotions naturally take over where the movie kind of dictates them to go. Yeah, that's how I felt in that movie. Yeah, I felt that way watching Speed last night. Speed, really. <laughs> You were a canoe, and you were yep. like, and what did you feel? Just like, fuck yeah, I'm going to fucking kill some people. Um, America's number one, stuff like that. Why? Good feelings. Just because, you know, gets me on fire. You know, I have to say, I, I used to hate those big Hollywood movies, 
Yeah. And now I like them because I know that A, generally you're in for a good time. Yeah. B, structurally, they're always going to be sound. C, you've got good stars, good shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, like now I'm just old and I'm like, yeah, I just want to see a movie I know is not going to suck. How about that? Yeah. Just, just give me a good time for the fucking $50 I'm spending to go see this movie. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, this weekend, huge, huge college football game. And. Uh, I absolutely, I've I've really missed doing Charger to the Game this year. I know. Um, I got asked about it a lot, and the only reason that I haven't been able to do it is just a lack of time. I just, yeah. I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to commit to doing it and then not deliver or be, just be so rushed that I couldn't Dude, do it. Dude, the second podcast is another life because another life. it takes so much work. That's why I'm only committing to doing every other week. Yeah. And even so, I've banked like six episodes. Yeah. Just so, because there's weeks where we cannot physically do this. And football to, to do this effect, like to, to make it legit or, you know, something you'd want to hear. Yeah. You'd have to do, have to do it weekly because games are weekly. Yeah. And recap. But college football, as you, a lot of you know, is my favorite. Um, really surprising and great games. This weekend, and of course, the the game that stole all the the news was uh, was uh, Notre Dame at Florida State. And one of the things that never gets old is listening to Lou Holtz. Speak. Oh Jesus! And uh, he's the Dick Clark of the. And so he hasn't had a stroke. Role. He hasn't had a stroke. Mm, sounds like it. Here we go. Promise. Well, well, I don't get they <laughs> bring the head cold, but they're counting. Promise. <laughs> well, well, I don't get. They bring the head cold, but they're counting. Promise. The guest there, the best guest there is. Well, well, uh, well I don't get. They bring the head comb over. Um, what the hell is Lou Holtz saying? There, there's all kinds of. They said one of the three guesses, the top three guesses were, you got to bring your head cold. Okay. <laughs> um, that was number one. Promise. Yeah. Well, well, I don't got. They bring the head comb, but they're counting. The next one was, I don't got. I got to bring my hair comb. They bring the head comb, but they're counting. Promise. I got. I don't got. Well, I don't got. They bring the head comb, but. And the last one was, I got to break or paint my head gold. I don't got. They bring the head comb, but they're counting. Promise. Well, I don't got. They bring the head comb, but they're counting. Promise. I don't got no well, brain game. Well, I don't got. They bring the head cold, but well, they're count. Promise. I got no brain well, game. Well, I don't got. But the count's cold. They bring the head cold, well, but they're count. You got but it. The, but I got but no brain it? game. But the cow's cold. But the I don't got no brain game. But the cow's cold. Promise. Promise. Well, well, I, well, well, I don't got. <laughs> they bring the head cold, well, but they're count. Promise. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got it. I ain't got no brain game, and but the cow's cold. Um, by the way, anybody wondering that uh, offensive pass interference call uh, that changed the outcome, many would argue, was the correct call. Um, I'm just going to go to sleep. Okay. And um, uh, the only credible people that I've heard speak all agree that it was the correct call. You can't let it go. Mm, you know, I mean, if you don't agree with that, mm, you can suck my butthole. Um, is that where somebody said it was a whirlwind? We were watching TV and they were like, "No, that oh, was on." It's a whirlwind. No, that was on the recap of uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> yeah, it's a whirlwind. He says a whirlwind. It was a total whirlwind. <laughs> um, but he's also he's right. You know, he's, it could be a whirlwind. Somebody say, 
he doesn't come to practice. It can be one practice. Christina, like sometimes when you're married to somebody, you know yeah. you love them, but yeah. then there's little things that happen that remind you how much you love them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting in our living room and Christina's in the kitchen and I hear something. And what do I hear? It's Christina in there looking at her phone and I just hear, Out of all the practices this year, that's enough. If I can't practice, I can't practice, ma'am. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> I mean, simple as that. It ain't about that. I mean, it's, it's not about that at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it's it's it's, it's easy to, to to talk about. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a, not, a not game? the game that yeah. I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. And I, I see you ear to ear smiling mm-hmm. watching this. And I was like, I love this woman. It's very sweet. Thank you. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> I love it so What is much. it? What is it that you love about this? Well, because we, we first played this clip a long this time ago. This is a very ago. famous, in, the, in, in sports fans all know this, every sports fan. Casual sports. Guys who like baseball only know this. This, the, yeah. this is a very well, if you don't know this, this is Allen Iverson in a press conference. Uh, he had missed a practice, and then this is a famous <laughs> speech rant that he went on. Was like, we talking about practice right now? Basically, he's saying like, we're not even talking about like the like an actual game that counts. You guys are asking me questions about a practice that I missed. I mean, how silly is that? I Man, we're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that, and I'm not I'm not shoving it aside. You know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we're talking about practice, man. So. <laughs> You you remember when we first played this, and then what? You just had like a... Well, sometimes clips take a few months to marinate inside mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. and then I'll be sitting around. Like, for instance, somebody called me yesterday on Sunday about business, and in my head, Sunday is the Lord's day. Like, don't you fucking dare come at me with some shit on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about Iverson, like, how, how are you going to call my house on a Sunday? Talk about Sunday. Sunday. Talk about Sunday. Not, not, not a Friday. But a Sunday. Not Saturday. Not Saturday. Not, not Thursday or right. Tuesday. We're talking about Sunday right now. We're talking about Sunday. I mean, we talk about Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. And I started to think about his upsetness over practice, and, and that's that was exactly your, how I felt about... Don't call me on a fucking Sunday. Who the fuck calls my phone on a Sunday about business? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Sunday. Talking about Sunday. Talking about Sunday. Sunday. Right Sunday. Sunday. We talk about Sunday. Sunday. Not, not Friday, not, not, not Saturday, but Sunday. And I totally understood this guy. And then he builds, it crescendos. Yes. Dude, and he's so sincere. Would, if, you se- if you were to write a speech, yes. this is how you would write it for effect <laughs> and for comedy. Yes. Is that you would write a build in how, in how upset you get and, and, and the, absurd, the repeating of it is what it's, would make it funny. Because he's trying to process it. Yeah. And you really feel him, his upsetness. He's really like, we're talking about Sunday right yeah, now. Yeah, he's for reals. And the reporters even start to get they on. Finally, they finally, yes, laugh. they start to laugh. Because yeah. he's like, do you see how fucking absurd this shit is? Yes. I'm talking about practice right now. Fucking yeah. practice. He doesn't say fucking. Yeah. 
Pra- practice. Yeah. He, they, what are we talking about? <laughs> practice? <laughs> We're talking about practice, man. Sunday. <laughs> We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. When you come into the arena... And you see me play. It's Friday. You I'm alone. You call me. <laughs> you see it's me Saturday. It's still got, acceptable right? to call, but right? We're talking about That's Sunday right now. now. <laughs> we're talking about practice. Man, I look. I Man. hate you. I hate you. It's funny Friday's to me, fine. too. Saturday's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's strange, it's strange to Sunday me, too. Is but we're ridiculous. talking about practice, Sunday. man. Yeah, we're Sunday. not even talking about the game, the actual game. Yeah, dog. I'm talking about practice. Hey, man. I feel you, dude. We just talk about practice. We in here. I supposed to be a franchise player. We in here talking about practice. I love practice. I mean, listen, we talk I mean, about practice. Listen. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a, not not the game that I go out there and die for. Teach you. Teach you. Well, fuck it. I guess class is missed. I can't teach you shit. Nice. Love practice. Hey, by the way, a little reminder, it's coming up pretty soon. October 28th, How to Be a Grown-Up premieres on True TV, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, and your two mommies are going to be on Mm. this show. We had so much fun shooting it. We loved uh, the whole show, the cast, the crew, Mm -hmm. uh, the network. It's all good. We're really excited. We laughed. We had so much fun doing that show. So please set your DVRs. True TV, October 28th, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, How to Be a Grown-Up, the premiere episode. We'll tweet about it, too. We're going to live tweet it. Yes. Excited for that. That is what's up. So why why delay any longer? Why? (sighs) Shit. Let's let's not you know. Are you serious right now? I'm serious. I'm. Are you talking about practice or no? Like I'm talk, talking about Sunday. You talk. You guys know. You remember the jam. The jam really blew everyone's minds. Um, Peter Stain, the the song, right? <laughs> this is the Obi Wan Kenobi song. <laughs> uh, the song's brilliant. It really is fantastic. And here's a little taste of it if you don't remember. Peter Stain, but I also make some art. Dead baby elephant. I can say whatever I fucking want. <laughs> Peter Stain, the biggest pussy. I love Theo Huxtable. <laughs> Peter Stain, but I also make some art. Dead baby elephant. I can say whatever I fucking want. This is so good. Peter Stain, the biggest pussy. pussy. I love Theo Huxtable. <laughs> I shit on myself. It's disgusting. It's gross. I don't want to wear diapers. My brown say hello. I'm sad in my fucking head. Can't control my aggression. I ripped a woman's arm off. Refer to me as eccentric. Okay. Uh, that's Peter Stain. Obi-Wan Cannoli made that, produced and made that song. It's fantastic. And, uh, you know, Peter has been somebody we've we've highlighted on this show quite a bit. We've talked about him. We've, we've played uh, a lot of his videos. Mm-hmm. And guess what, Jeans? We talked to him today. Oh, I was so excited. What? So yeah, we talked to Peter Kane. I ha- I was like starstruck. I have to say, it was. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's a big deal. Let's get into it right now. Let's just play the the Peter okay. Kane call. And um, may, I, may I point out what Peter Kane does that your dad does? What? He hits the buttons on the phone. He does. <laughs> Peter, I counted at least three. Uh, 
buttons getting pushed. So you you, you will hear those. That is definitely Peter. That's, yeah. that's Peter. That's not on our Super end. Super funny. Yeah, you hear He's that. like, I got aggressive. Beep. Yeah, it was great. It's really funny. Okay, enjoy uh, this call with us and Peter Kane. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look who we have here. It's a long overdue call. We finally have Mr. Peter Kane on the phone. What's up, Kane? What's what's up? How you guys doing, Thomas and Christina? We're doing well. Hey, I'm a huge hey, I'm a huge fan of the show now. I wanted to tell you all that. Oh. You know, I didn't. Uh, I honestly, I did, I've never watched a po- or listened to a podcast before. I listened to your old show. I didn't get it. You know, I'm old. Christina knows this. I'm fifty. <laughs> I got fifty year old breath. You know, <laughs> you got dad breath. No, got dad I, but I get it. I get it. it, it I, you know, I've always looked at the format of like, uh, you know, the, the talk show format, and I, I never really understood it until I was listening to your old show. I can listen to it anytime I want. I can, li- you know, wake up in the middle of the night and listen to it and listen to Christina talking about getting her butthole, her butthole massaged. Thank you know, you. by the way, Chris- Christina, yeah, yeah. That, that's a violation. <laughs> if you didn't like it, you should have called the police, but it's obvious you kind of like it. I never, got, I never got my finger, my butthole fingered. Peter, no, that didn't happen. But I think we should start this conversation... I think we should first address, let's address the dead baby elephant in the room. Uh, namely, did you hear the Obi-Wan Cannoli song, I'm Peter Stain? And how, look, do, how do you feel it, about that? Listen, here's the deal with this song. I, I think that it was artistically, I think it was done very, very well. Really, it was done very well. He did a great job. The Peter Stain, though, come on. That's, you know... It's just mean. It sounds like Christina called up Obi Wan Kenobi and said, "Yeah, do a song about Kane." Whoa! And they hear Whoa. The name. Whoa! Yes. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> I can. That's go- what it sounds like to me. I can. You know, you could have gone with Peter Wayne, but I, I like the song. You know, I'm all about sophomore and juvenile. I get it. You know, mm-hmm. I like the song. I, th- I think it was very well done. I, I, I appreciate the. Uh, the thought, you know, anything like that is flattery. You know, it really is. Of course it is. So, of course. Peter, I, you're, I, I love you're beloved by this community. I mean, we have thousands of listeners, and I would say the great majority are big-time Peter Kane fans. You know, they don't necessarily agree with all of your philosophies on dog training, but they still love you. Oh, well, I know, and you guys like Caesar Milan, so oh. I know. Oh, you know, that's the truth. You guys you guys are into it, but I got to tell you something. That guy, that is a TV show, and that pack training, it doesn't work. If you if you send Theo Hustable to a pack trainer, you're going to see a dog that's surrounded by a bunch of dogs, and you're going to go, oh, look, the dog's being calm and everything. When you get that dog home, it won't do shit. He doesn't condition in command. I have a beef with that guy, but I have a beef. With so many other dog trainers, you know, it's not, he's not the only one that I, I talk about. I talk about horse-faced Victoria Stilwell all the fucking time. I won't let that dog suck my dog's dick, seriously. She's nasty, and she doesn't know what she's doing. She's horrible. She's absolutely horrible. Well, actually, you... I, I, know, I know that there's a lot of, man, I have people that have Facebook, you know, friended me on Facebook that are fans of the show. 
you know, motherload hydroponics uh-huh. for all your hydroponics needs. Call uh-huh. motherload. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of these people. Oh, by the way, stamps.com. I love that. <laughs> They're great. They're great. <laughs> hey, see, I need a bed. I need a bed. I don't know where to get. Well, I have a great you know place for you. <laughs> you know. Peter, so I, am I right to assume that you and I are cool? I mean, a lot of people were really alarmed with the first few videos you put out. And I just, you know, I just want you to know that I adore you. We adore you. And, you know, there's no blood, no bad blood on our side. So how do, no! how do you feel? Are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, no. Okay. All right. with that, it's all stick. I know that. You know that. Maybe the fans don't, you know, some of the fans don't get it. Like I said, a few of the fans I've had to ban from YouTube, but it's been very, a very small amount. I mean, what did you have to ban them for? What did you ban them for? Oh, just, you know, just ridiculous shit. Like they think that, you know, they're like going off on Theo to the point where it's like, they say something like real nasty, like, uh, Look, the only reason why you even know I exist is because I had a video that went viral. It's the truth, okay? Yeah. If, if that went to gone viral, you guys wouldn't even know who I was. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Right before true. we we played your video before it got before well before it got to six figures. So we like Christina actually found that video when it was like in the very low thousands. So I don't know if it had gone viral yet. Yeah, because I was looking for dog training advice, and I stumbled upon you. And, you know, let's just say... Oh, okay, I, I, stay, I stand corrected then. I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... What... Really, the, whole, the whole time frame of, like, when you all started talking about me, it's sort of unclear to me, and I'll tell you why. It's because I started seeing... That, that video went viral, and then all of a sudden I started hearing things like people would say stuff like I'm a friend of Tom's I'm a friend of Christina's and I I know you guys as comedians I've known you all for years you know by the way that that show that you won road road whatever it was <laughs> thing was horrible it was a, a horrible show and they could have spiced that show up wow if you were you and that blonde you know that would wear the pigtails the bin ball yeah would have like done something or what's the other woman's name piggy yeah she's the worst <laughs> piggy's the worst yeah, like, yeah a lesbian thing they could have like made that show a lot better but the Peter, whole time frame of like you know i just started seeing this and it didn't make any sense i'm like why is why are they why are they saying stuff like i'm friends of you know i'm like i did not know what was going on this is true well speaking of television then, i mean hello you know Christina, you posted, this is true, this is a true story, you posted something under a YouTube video, you said something to the effect of like, um, uh, you should be on my, uh, on my pod, podcast, your mom's house, and I'm dyslexic, right? So I read it, and I thought, this is somebody either playing a joke, how could it be the same person, is this, and, and then I thought, is somebody saying that their mother has a, a podcast and they want me to be on it? I think I banned you from YouTube. Oh my! I swear, God. I, I thought somebody was fucking with me. I, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like you have no idea the crazy people that I attract. I mean, it's a lot of crazy people. So I saw that, and it was just one of those days where it'd been like, you know, ten people telling me that they wanted to either beat the crap out of me oh. or you know, and I saw that, and I'm like. Oh, yeah, right. That's who it is. And I, I might have banned you. I'm not sure. I'm well, like, I, I forgive you, Peter. 
when I did it, this is the truth. I said, I said to myself, I said, man, was, was that Christina, the comedian? I said to myself, I said, nah, it couldn't be. You know? Wait, wait, Peter. Let's go back to one thing, though. One point. You know, we talk about all these other dog trainers, and it is true. We we found out about Caesar obviously because of television. But when we started watching your videos, we really liked your attitude and the way you were really direct. And you know, you you had like a no nonsense way of delivering. Damn, I'm fucking brilliant. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yes, you're fucking brilliant. You. But wait a minute. Thank you. What is what is your pa- like what is your story with dog training? How long yes. have you been doing it? Well, I my first experience was uh learning it from my father. My father trained hunting dogs and he would from the time that I was 5, I was surrounded by labradors and shit. So, you know, you know my dad would use me in training scenarios. Like he would use me as a distraction, like put me at a distance and have a dog you know, it, it sit her down and, and just had me like a swinging a bumper around trying to excite the dog. He also would use me to like, actually, like once the dog was trained, you know, he'd have me like heal with the dog, you know, it's harder for the dog to function around a child, you know, and I was first grade, you know, walking a dog, you know, blocks and keeping it at heel. So that was my first experience with it. And, um, you know, it was just, you know, after I got out of the military, I, I had thought about, like, going into dog, you know, I'm just going to become a dog trainer. But I also, like, you know, I'm an artist, too. When I was a child, I had, like, three things, three things that I wanted to be, and all three of them I incorporated in my life, which is uh, uh, art, comedy, and dog training. And hoarding, um, too, right? I, I, th- I think I'm the only person that I know that has kept his childhood uh, dreams alive, and in some some respects, you could say, well, you know, that's arrested development. Yeah, you're damn right it is, but it works for me, you know? That's awesome. And then you're also a hoarder, right? You like to hoard things? Man, I, listen. <laughs> that's a, Christina, it's the person that will go up to the bee's nest and hit it with a baseball bat. You remind me of a girl that I knew that saw a dead raccoon and it was like, no, maybe it's maybe it's alive. Let's poke it with the stick. You know, let's sharpen the stick before we poke it. You know, and Christina, you knew, looking at my place, that I made art. There's no way you could have thought that I was a hoarder. You know? I, I just, I didn't. I know that. I know you were reading stuff, and you're just trying to push buttons. You're a button pusher, and you're you're hot, and that makes you even hotter. That's oh, why Peter. mom was probably attracted oh. to you, like Peter. You know, like look hot, <laughs> and she's bitchy and a button pusher. Do you? Are you currently? And it makes your pecker. And hard. it makes your yeah, your pecker. Do you currently have a girlfriend? Not not mine, not mine. But I do have something to say about this. Okay. Okay. Christina, you're you're married. You're married to Tom, and I would bet that there's a huge percentage of these people that listen to your show, that are hot for Christina. You're really a fucking smoking hot broad. It's true. <laughs> thank you, Peter. Well, thank what, you. What thank I you. Say, what I want to say to the fans is that if you're jerking it, if you're jerking off and listening to Jesus Christina, Christ. it's kind of gay because Tom is right there. <laughs> And if you are jerking it to Christina, you should write in and tell her. It's also a compliment. Please don't. Please don't. Um, they I think keep it's, it to themselves. It's, it's a okay. very good point, but it's also fair to point out a lot of our listeners jerk off to me, Peter. A lot of our listeners. <laughs> oh, I have something to say about that, too. Tom, 
you can't be that straight. Your little story about being on the plane and standing up in the in the aisle yeah. and stretching your boner. You were getting off on it. You wanted that, that steward to see your wiener. No, the boner had already passed. I, I stood up afterwards, and the guy was eyeballing me hard and kept telling me, like, oh, I hope you had a great rest. It was The boner had passed, and he was making points about it. <clears throat> but, I mean... Well, listen, this is, this is the truth, Tom. This is, this is how I see you. you, you okay. You're this big, big dude. You're like Grizzly Adams. Uh-huh. But let's, let's, let's face it. Let's face it. You married, you married <laughs> up. Christina is a okay. phenomenal right. gorgeous, right? Okay. Yes. Everybody knows this. You married up. But I swear to God, dude, I see you. I watch you on these shows like Good Morning Akron or Good Morning Virginia Beach, and these women are fucking interviewing you. Man, they're practically jumping in your pants and pulling down your... They love him. ...in their mouth. It's amazing. He got hit on yesterday at Crate and Barrel. I was really upset. Now, Peter, do you consider yourself to be an aggressive personality? Aggressive? No way. (laughs) Me? Me. Do you do you think you I, might have a little you know a little uh, you know piss and vinegar in you? Hang on, say it again. A little what? A little piss and vinegar. You're you're very fired up, and I I admire uh, that. It, hey, it's funny you would say that. <laughs> takes one to know one. It takes one to know Wait, one. Peter. I want to know this before we go. I want to know this. What's the status of Peter Kane's love life? What's going on? Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, Christina. What? You're saying that I look like a homeless hoarder. <laughs> and I think, said, I think you said, I think you said, and he looks like he's got a really small penis. I did it's not. not helpful. I did not. It, I would never say that, Peter. It's not been helpful, Christina. <laughs> you know, okay. if you're, if you're, you know, you're, you're cock blocking everybody that's over 50 saying that we have bad uh. breath. My breath. <laughs> smells like blue cheese and blue cheese is not that bad you now, know are you you're, you're, not, you're not helping any of us guys you you live in new york i'm assuming obviously yeah so if there's any women in new york that are interested in peter kane please contact him because i yeah, peter- but, you know I'm, I'm looking for particular women i'm looking for something real hot Maybe in their twenties or something. Oh yeah. What's up, brother? I know what you're talking about. You understand that? What do I want? Old, fat, and ugly? No, no. I know exactly what you want. I know exactly. Wait. So how can I guess there's two types of people that need to be able to find you, contact you. We want people that want a real dog trainer who doesn't fuck around to be able to contact you and hire you if that's something you're interested in. And we also want hot twenty to twenty-seven year old girls. Who are looking for a nice guy with nice breath to be able to contact well, you? Yeah, they can contact me through readyourdog.com or you can just Google Peter Kane. My, you know, you're going to get my information. But readyourdog.com. And I want to say this: it doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be in her twenties. Okay. Mommy's mommy issues <laughs> comes in any age. And there's time when, it's true, and and you know. Listen, let's face it. There's women that are in their 40s and 50s that are fucking smoking hot. Fuck, there's women in their 60s that are smoking hot. Amen, like brother. Smoking hot Amen. with a nice pooper, you know? Yeah. With a real nice pooper. Um, how much more do you love dogs than people? Say what? How no, much? what do you mean? I love, I, hey, listen. 
I like I like my own species. You know, this is not true. I like my own species. I'm a human. You know, but I do I do have this thing with dogs, and I do have this thing with birds. I you love know, I, I love dogs too. I love my dog more than I like a lot of people. I get it. Oh sure, sure. Oh, and speaking of that, I, I got a question to ask ask you all, and it, you know, it, you don't have to answer it, but it is when you guys were ever doing it. Okay. Has Christina, has Christina ever said? All right, Peter. Talk like talk like Theo Huxtable. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> No, that hasn't uh, that hasn't come up. But I do know. I mean, he's not here right now. But a couple of days ago, Theo said that he was sharpening some knives for you. He definitely has a message for you. Oh, Theo has a message for me. Yeah, he he really wanted to to straighten you out. I don't know, man. It was we were outside and he was hey, sharpening a knife. You gotta tell you gotta tell Huxtable. That's not me. This is all through Mango. Mango is from California, and he's from L.A. Oh, shit. And he goes Theo Huxtable, Theo Huxtable's owner. I'm just telling you, I'm just repeating what Mango said. Oh, you know? that's a whole new angle. Truth. Mango said that Theo Huxtable's original owner was Rodney King. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Pa- so Peter, I have, to- I have you know, I don't know anything about the you know other than what Mango tells me. Okay, Peter, uh, I got to ask you. He might not smoke crack, okay. but he definitely has some issues, and so does Mango. You know, it would make sense that he would know him. Okay, um, I have a serious question for you, though. Like seriously, I know that you don't like it. You don't like twenty-year-olds having dogs because they generally stay out late and they don't take care of them. And I totally agree with you. I know that you don't like people that use harnesses. Um, what, but yes. what are your major pet peeves in dog owners? What would you say that you come across a lot that really, like, really annoys you? Well, I think that, that the 20-year-olds that uh, litter box train their dog, I think that they're disgusting human beings and they're just fucking lazy. That's just like, that's dog psychology 101, that you walk the dog and keep the dog at heel. Yeah. And that's also, these dog trainers... Like this guy, I, I wish I could remember the motherfucker's name in Chicago. I can't, I hate him so much, I can't even remember his name. But it's like, he's making all this fucking money, you know, litter box training uh, dogs. That's sending on message. It's, send, it's telling people that they don't have to walk their dog, you know? I hate yeah. that. Uh, uh, flexi leads, people that use flexi leads and harnesses, you can just see the dogs sparked up. They just don't get it, you know? And the vegan diets, right? Vegan diets are absurd. Oh, my God. A vegan diet's absurd for any any animal as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, me too. You know, other than like a cow or something that eats, you know, an herbivore. But I I cannot even imagine how anybody would see that giving an animal, you know, um, plant protein, giving a dog plant protein, it's it's natural. It's not. They that's not where they get their their bulk of their energy from is from proteins, animal proteins and animal fats, not fucking soybeans. It's absurd. Well there you, you know? go. I agree. There you go. Uh I Peter agree. Peter, this has been a blast. Thank you for taking the call. Uh we'd love to do it again sometime if you can uh jump join us uh, on the line again sometime. I can, and I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't get to ask you the important questions, and I do have a lot of important questions, but 
I'm sure you guys are kind of afraid I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask. Well, we uh, you know we wow. we want to be afraid. We want it. We want it. So let's let's do another call uh, soon, and we, and you can ask those questions. Does that work for you? Yes, and listen, like like you know, thank you for the uh, advertisement. Readyourdog.com. If I can help anybody, I'll, I deal with aggression, any any of the major problems, any any problems you're having with your dog. Give me a call. We can iron it out. That's awesome. Great. That's all. We're huge fans, Peter. Yeah. Thank you so much, thank man. You. Hey, so I'm huge fan of, fans of you guys too. Wow. I really, we I love really you, love the Peter. show. It's awesome. It's given me like a a, a whole new thing to like uh, listen to when I'm working and stuff. Aww. I love it. That's well, awesome. We love you, dude. Thanks for taking this call. Oh, thank you. I'll talk all to you guys right. later. Okay. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. There it was. There it was. Can you believe it? Exclusive, 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 exclusive. Wow. Peter Kane, aka Peter Stain, gave us the realness. Dogs wants to know, uh, thinks that um, I wanted, I'm gay and that I wanted the flight attendant to look at my boner, hmm. that I enjoyed it, but also uh, complimented me that women uh, like me. They do, as the crate and barrel lady suggests. Uh, yes. I can't believe it. Uh, I'd like to hear more about his theories and his ideas. So this is just like the tip of the Peter Kane iceberg. Yeah, like. there's a lot more. He said he's got questions for us. Mm. I really want to get Peter back on the show. Mm-hmm. That was um, very, very enjoyable. <laughs> Thank you, Peter, for your time. Thank you, Jeans, for listening to this show. Love you, um, Jeans. We love you very much. You guys know... Pimp Squad, baby! <laughs> Pimp Squad for Life Show. Silly goose. Um... I wanted to hear a song. <clears throat> it's one of my favorites. Where is it? Is it Night on Nine? Um, what else? Yeah, anything else? Oh, it's Store. Will you please check out the store? Um, very soon we're going to have some some new gear for our moms. Uh, go to yourmomshousepodcast.com and you can see what we have right now. And uh, it's great. You know, there's, there's uh, Let's Get Social. Let's Get Social. There's... Um, <laughs> Theo 24-7, which a lot of people like. Um, a lot of good stuff there, man. Theo's sharpening his knives while yeah. he was listening to that call and that, with Peter. There's a... But the thing is, a lot of people were asking about the Theo 24-7. It sold out twice, but it just got restocked again. So for anybody that has asked me about it, it is back and fully stocked. And the new stuff's going to be awesome. Why can't I find the, the only song that I want to hear? It is. Yeah. I love these guys. Um, I love this song. Ghost Crew. You know what I'm saying? Bye, you know Jeans. Saying? Bye, Jeans. We love you. We love you. Bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this, you know what I'm saying? My mom, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say it, you don't say it. You don't say it, you don't say it. You don't say it. You you know what I'm saying, Mike? You know what I'm saying? Uh.
Like this, you know what I'm saying? Do anyone understand that? 